Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code boom to get $30 off your first month. That's boom. Talkspace.com slash boom. B-O-O-M. This is the Two Robbies Football Show, your number one source for Premier League football. Brought to you by Land Rover, above and beyond, on NBC Sports Radio. Now, your hosts, Robbie Musto and Robbie Earl. Hi, I'm Robbie Earl, and welcome to the Two Robbies Football Show, presented by Land Rover. When the football world focused on the North London Derby, and they weren't disappointed with what was served up at the lane, Spurs 2, Arsenal 2, Robbie Musto. How'd you like your North London Derbies, mate? I loved it. I loved it. I just thought it was a fascinating game. A game at the end where they, they both teams could probably say we could have lost it, we could have won it. I mean, just a, um, a, a very intense game. I think it was exactly as you'd expect this game. Very, um, very fast, very physical. I thought, I thought it was interesting, Rob, and, and um, I'll get your take on it as well. Yeah. Arsene Wenger's lineup, mm. some big calls, some yeah. really big calls to play Danny Welbeck up front yeah. and Mohamed Elneny in midfield. Now, I like both of them. I particularly like the midfield, Rob. I mean, yeah. there's so many times. I think, you know, if other managers get a chance to work with this squad, with so many talented kind of outside players and forward players, I think it, it's got to be super tempting to play two kind of holding or midfield generals in there. And I yeah. thought that extra energy, the youthful energy and legs of Elneny alongside Coquelin, and we can go on and talk about him, of mm. course. But I thought that was a, an interesting, a different um, approach that we've not seen before and something I think they should have done. And Danny Welbeck, yeah. I think everybody probably agrees that the way that the game panned out with Spurs kind of knocking the ball around quite well and, and Arsenal happy to on the counter-attack, he's, a, he's an ideal guy to play that. I think in the past they thought Theo Walcott was going to be ideal to do that role with his pace, but Welbeck, Rob, is more intelligent, yeah. isn't he? He makes better runs, he gets in behind the, the spaces where the fullback leaves. He, he was a really nice uh, release. Um, so that's what I thought I think you're right, and, and uh, let's let's stay with Welbeck for, for the moment. And I, and I just thought, you know what, with him, and he, he gets his stick. I was one of the, of the opinion that maybe when everybody's fit in the, in this Arsenal team and, and they're back to full strength, he'd be a sub who could come on. But I think he's going to be more than that, Rob. I think he leads the line well today. When Arsenal had to go wrong, he stretched the defenders, he got hold of balls, he joined people in, and he delivered. And, and do you know what? In some respects, you look at Theo Walcott, and, and Theo was on the bench, and Giroud was on the bench. This guy has won Premier League titles. This guy has been in at the sharp end and produced. And I thought he, it was a big call. El Nani was outstanding, I thought. Considering he has the, the guy next to him, Coughlin, who let the team down a little bit with, with his silly fouls. And, and we'll go into that a little bit more. I thought he gave a mature performance. I thought he was consistent. I thought he added a bit of strength in there, as you say. 
the balance was was quite right. Ospina didn't let them down, Robin. In the end, they got a point, Arsenal. But, you know, I thought they came away with a lot more than that. And I think it's Spurs, Rob, who, who, will, who will look at this and think different. And just listen, you know, I just want to take you back to the game. So, Arsenal are down to 10 men. The game's poised at 1-1. And then this happens at Whitehart Lane. And you're thinking, is it all about Spurs going forward? Here's Kane. We'll try the shot. Yeah, what, what a brilliant goal. I mean, I, I was sat watching with my two boys. We, we all screamed and jumped up in the air because it was a, a marvellous shot from an angle where you're thinking, well, not really. You can't really score from there, but it was a fantastic goal. And from that point, Robbie Earl, I thought, go on then, Spurs. You know, you, you want to you wanna take this title. You want to jump the, head at the other side of Arsenal, uh, take control of the game and really start to Did punish Did they take control, now. though, Rob? Did, did they take control enough? What, what, was the game a little bit too open? It was interesting in Harry Kane's post-match interview we talked about disappointed we didn't get the third and fourth goal I think the question I'd ask you is did they need to go for three and four they're 2-1 up the pressure's particularly not on them now Arsenal are down to 10 men and a, and a goal down yeah I know what you mean I know what you mean I think it's a good point but I, I don't I don't I don't think they really tried to do that, Rob. They lost their way. Mm. They lost their way. They're a man up. They're a goal up. And Arsenal and Wenger made a couple of subs. And, mm. and to be fair, you know, he got made sure that plenty of people were forward and they yeah. went for it a little bit. And I think it kind of confused or it surprised Spurs because, you know, when you're a man up, you expect to go on and dominate with possession and certainly territory. But Arsenal really bounced back well. And I don't know whether it's, uh, experience, I get your point, whether they tried to go a little bit gung-ho and weren't mm. smart enough, intelligent enough. Yeah. A mixture of those two things, Rob, they just I, just, I just describe it as they lost their way. And what an opportunity, by the way, mm. to, to, put, to, to put your foot on the throat yeah. of Arsenal Puts in terms out, of the title it? race yeah. and knock them out. They yeah. couldn't do it. Could, could that come back to haunt them? That was my, my big sort of takeaway after. And, and listen, there's three points between the two teams at the moment with nine games to go, could that come back to haunt this Spurs team, that they didn't put the, 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 the foot on the throat exactly as you say and, and put all, almost Arsenal's title hopes to bed? I don't think so, Rob. No. I, I, think, I think we look at a situation where, where Arsenal have been inconsistent. Spurs aren't going to be brilliant to the end of the season. We're going to go on and talk about Leicester City and what they're doing. It's not going to be crazy, a perfect but... team that wins this, is it? No, it's not. And I put a couple of tweets after this game. I put mm. a couple of tweets out there, Robin, kind of just to get the fans' verdict. And a few Spurs fans tweeted a couple of interesting things, some good tweets. Kurt yeah. Mason tweeted to say, hard pill to swallow, drawing 10-man Arsenal, but old Spurs would have found a way to lose. Hashtag perspective, mm. still in it. Another yeah, one, Sean point. Taylor, confident of finishing ahead of Arsenal, who have to go to Etihad and Upton Park. Leicester too hard to predict. Sean, Sean Taylor's tweet there is interesting, Robbie, mm. because we've looked at this run-in, and yeah. I kind of agree with him. I think Arsenal have got some very difficult games. He, he talks about their Etihad Stadium, Upton Park, West Ham United away from home. They've got the Champions League, of course, to contend with a little bit. That looks, that looks like it's going to end pretty quickly. I just think in, in terms of these two, Rob, I still think that Spurs have a better chance than Arsenal, just, mm. I mean, they're three points ahead to start with, of catching Leicester City. So, what do you think? Yeah, it's interesting you say that. And I was looking at, at Arsenal's running. And, and you know the thing, I, as I was looking through the teams, I'm thinking, why am I bothering to do this? Because it isn't about who Arsenal play. This is about Arsenal. 
if they go into all games right, they could go unbeaten until the end of the season, Rob. That's how good they are. They're yeah, but they don't, do they, Rob? I'm they not saying they will, but I'm right. saying it's less about the opposition and more about yeah. Arsenal in their own running. It was interesting because you put the tweet out and asked Arsenal fans, are you happy after today? And we got some good responses to that on Twitter. Emily Williams tweeted that, I'm happy, end of Sanchez, goal drought, strong team spirit. Espina made some good saves and we deny Spurs the win. Thought it was a good one. Lord Bourbon said that Manchester United and City, the only ones in our way. Oh, oh, I forgot. And Leicester City, I think a bit of tongue in cheek. And a bit of reality check here from Mario Silva, who said, disappointed. Anyone else who says otherwise is delusional. Could be fourth if City win their two pending games. And finally, Mike Onorato said that overall got to be happy to be 2-1 down and with 10 men. That showed a bit of grit. And that's something we've got to return to, Rob, because... We've criticised this Arsenal team, haven't we? When they haven't shown up or when things haven't gone, haven't gone their way. They could have folded today. They could have got beat, but they managed to get, grab, grab a point and, and stay in the title race. So, some credit to, to Arsenal Wenger and the players, I think, today. Yeah, I, I, of course, yeah. I think, I think credit to Wenger because, like we talked about, the team selection, they were big cores to leave out players and to rotate a little bit. That, that was a big core. I think, I think you'd expect, Rob, when they're down a man, they're in a, a North London derby, you do expect them to have yeah. a go. I mean, I, I wouldn't have expected them to roll over a little bit. Um, you know, another goal conceded from a set piece, but they found a way to get back into it. It's kind of, you know, it, it's a, a game that afterwards that you didn't really know you know, who had the better of it and who's going to be happier. I mean, Arsenal really, Rob, in mm. some ways, it, not could a must-win game, it, couldn't he? in terms of title Ram- race, they had to- Ramsey in the end could have nicked it, mate, couldn't he, with, with, with this shot? And just got to get your take on the Eric Dyer as well. I know Arsene Wenger was unhappy about that and thought that might have changed the game. Did that, should Dyer have got his second yellow as well? We thought so on the broadcast. Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. I mean, I think there's about 20 minutes to go at that point mm. or whatever, but absolutely. I don't know how Michael Oliver missed that. I mean, he, he got the wrong side of him. He tried to foul him. He put, took, uh, pulled his shirt. Yeah, there was lots that went on. I mean, Cockerland, Rob, in terms of, yeah. you know, for Arsenal, of doing things that, that I, you know what I wrote down in my notes, Arsenal find a way to mess things yeah. up. Yeah. They just do, whether it's counter-attacking, whether it's set-piece goals, whether it's somebody doing something stupid. Today it was a red card. I mean, 1-0... That's what I said right at the start. They, they probably felt they should have got on and won the game. And, yeah. and of course, Spurs with 2-1 up should have got on and closed the game out. But Coquelin, I mean, it, you, can you, if you explain what's going through his mind, well, the part, you know, is his emotional control he, he didn't Yeah, have? he's lost the emotional control and discipline. And, and Premier League titles aren't just about ability or aren't, aren't just about set pieces or whatever. You've got to have that mental strength and that self-control that, that's important as well. And, uh, again, it, it was just another occasion, as you said, Rob, that, that just Arsenal let themselves down and, and allow the opposition opportunities to, to hurt them. Yeah, uh, we'll see, mate. We'll mm. see going forward. I still, I, I'm sure that you still believe in Arsene Wenger that, that they can win it. I still think that Spurs, out of these two, have got the best chance of following up. Anything different on your end? No, big day for, for, for Arsenal. I think just getting a point, just staying alive in, in the race was the most important thing. So it's as you were from the, after the North London derby, a point of peach. Spurs led 2-1, but they're going to show some spirit to take a point in. Let's move forward. Let's not forget the league leaders played today. They found a way to get all three points against Watford. Has the title shifted in their direction? We'll discuss Leicester, Ranieri and Mares after the break. You're listening to the Two Robbies Radio Show as presented by Land Rover. 
With the new Land Rover as your companion, you'll see adventure wherever you go. Own the wilderness and the urban jungle alike. Visit your local Land Rover retailer for special offers on the award-winning Range Rover Evoque, the versatile Range Rover Sport, and the spacious Discovery Sport at the only adventure sales event. Reach the 2016 Discovery Sport SE for $399 per month for 39 months with $3,495 plus taxes, title and fees due at signing. Includes $1,000 bonus credit now through March 31st. Visit LandRoverUSA.com or call 1-800-FIND-4WD for details. Land Rover above and beyond. Okay, welcome back to the Two Robbies Radio Show. As sponsored by Land Rover, and it wasn't all about North London today. We've got to talk about Little Leicester, Robbie Muster, and how they continue to lead the pack after another one they'll win at Vicarage Road. And when does this fairy tale end, mate? When are this team dropping out the top four, like you said a couple of weeks ago? <laughs> Rob, <laughs> nobody can stop them. They can't stop them. Leicester City are on a roll. Mm. The synergy, the determination in the team is like nothing I've seen before in this league over a long period of time. We've seen and well, we've played in teams that yeah. have little runs, well, but they're they, they just finding ways to win, Robbie, well, whichever way you want to do it. Today was a fight. Yeah. They can win a fight. Yeah. They can play counter-attack win. Mm. They can dominate you and throw uh, balls into the box and find ways to score goals. Vardy runs in behind, scores goals. Mares can do what he did today. Mm. Centre-back can come up and score from set pieces. Well, they Robbie, win it, games in different ways. Let's just put this into perspective because, as you say, we've played teams and, and we've played the Man United, we've played the good Newcastle teams, we've played good Leeds teams. and that. Yeah. But this is a very basic 4-4-2. You know what you're up against. You know what you're getting. It's, it's, it's Vardy with his pace at the top. You've got a, a winger like Mahrez who wants to come inside and score goals. It's all there for people to stop, isn't it? But somehow they, they find a way. Somehow teams can't seem to, to control them. My son said to me watching them today, right, he said, Dad, they try harder than mm. everyone else. Yeah. And, you know, you want... You want Actually, there is one sim- pundit in your family then. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, you know what, son, that's a good... That's yeah. a good I mean, they do. Yeah. They try harder. They try yeah. harder to defend. They try harder in midfield to win the ball back. They try harder to get the ball over the top for the striker. The wingers try harder to create things. They've got great energy, great effort, and they've got two, three, like, players that are playing out of their skin. Vardy, Mares, and Kante. Kante, not so much today, mm. but when you've got Mares, yeah. who now has got, is getting, like, you know, crazy goals, numbers, yeah. the most productive players, 15 mm. goals and, and 11, 11 assists. assists. Yeah. That's outstanding production. Well, you know, today, Robin, and I looked at it, because, you know, we have to give Watford some credit. Looks like they're going to be clear and, and, and staying in the league, sitting in 12th yeah. position already. But they tried hard, and I thought their back four weren't bad, and the midfield four in front worked a little bit harder. Well, both teams almost rely on those those goal scorers, those people who can be difference makers. And, and Agallo and Dini didn't quite get going today. Vardy went over the top a couple of times and Mahrez comes up with a brilliant moment. And you know what it just told me is just the value of goal scorers, Rob. Rob. You know, all the other things you can do quite well. But if, if you haven't got the guy to put the ball in the back of that, it makes a huge difference to what to what you're doing. Yeah, and um, Leicester have got, you know, the two mm. in Vardy and Mahrez that are yeah. doing it better than everybody else. And, um, I mean, you still you still need the balance of the team, Rob, yeah, but I understand yeah. what you mean. If you haven't got two star mm. players that are having a, a career-best season, there's no way you're staying at the top top of the Barclays Premier League. I mean, it's just astonishing. Five points ahead of Spurs, Rob. Eight points ahead of Arsenal. Eight points ahead of Arsenal. I thought, 
okay, that Leicester would, would drop away. Yes. Would drop away. I've got that on title, record, Robert. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure you have. <laughs> so the title race is going to be, uh, you know, the big boys that find a little bit of form and they'll reel them in. Yeah. Leicester City, by the way, could run away with it. 60 points now, at the moment, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just, just on your point, and we had yeah. an argument about a month ago, okay, yeah. on air and, mm-hmm. and on the radio show, and I basically said, my point was, at some point towards the running, yeah. their mentality, the, 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 yeah. the blimmin', the, yeah. the, the, just the size yeah. of their potential achievement is going to find a way mm-hmm. to get through to them. And Don't you said, so. you know what? Don't think well, so. you tell me what you said. Don't think, absolutely not. Their, their pressure was last season staying in the league. Tell you what I saw today, Robin Mustard, and I don't know if you saw on the broadcast. The moment they scored, did you see what Ranieri did? Get yeah. back, get compact, let's concentrate. He knows the, the value of how open you all having scored a goal to, to get him on in the other end. He knew to get the, the players back on what they're doing. And did you hear the little, the little line he said in his press conference where he's got imaginary bell when he doesn't think players are paying attention and he says he needs diddly 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 dong. Yeah, you could do one of them for me keep, when I'm not paying attention. But it's just that they're just concerned with themselves, Rob. And I looked at their next three games. Newcastle United, well, we'll talk about them. Crystal Palace, Southampton. They could go and get nine points on back to back and all of a sudden create a gap, Rob. I'm less worried about this pressure and everything. A little bit worried when I saw Riyad Mahrez pull up today with what looked like a hamstring. We're hearing now it's cramp. Is it, you know, have we just got to be careful of overplaying some of these players? I, I just, I just don't think that there's any other option, Rob. He's got to go all in. He's got to go all in with Vardy, all in with Mares, all in with Kante, you know, and the, the players, of course, if they're really struggling and they're, gonna, they're on the edge of breaking down, but to be fair, you know, I, I think he's, um, reports are saying he's okay, but a little bit of tightness, a little bit of cramp. Mm. He's just got to go with them, and I hope it's going to be enough. I mean, you know, just, just the fact that they've got eight-point gap, I know that, I know that, you know, you, I know that you fancied Arsenal to win it this year, yeah. and to be fair to you, you've done it all the way through. Yeah. Can you see Arsenal picking up eight points on Leicester City the way that they're playing at the moment? The only thing I, I can think is if Leicester hit a, a skiddy patch and, and maybe lose two on the bounce all of a sudden that, that it might give a gap. But no, listen, I'm, I'm going to stay in Arsenal we trust for the season. But no, listen, Leicester City, fantastic. So we almost guaranteed Champions League football. There's a massive story there. Continue to go. Just a quick line, Rob. I just want to quickly go to Everton West Ham. West Ham, another team that are going well. But Everton were 2 0 up in this game. Lukaku misses a penalty to go 3 2. They can see three goals in the last 12 minutes. How long can this keep on with, with Roberto Martinez having his team up and then losing goals? I know they were down to 10 men, but surely they've got to hang on to, to, to get there, there was an hour. Uh, two nil up with an, after an hour, Rob. Yeah, they got a man off, man off. But you got thirty minutes mm. to the two goal lead to protect. I mean, you, you surely have to find a way to bore the pants off West Ham United. <laughs> but he doesn't do that, Rob, does he? he? He's not that kind of guy. You listen to his press conference after he's, he's talking all yeah. sweetness and light. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, you know, I listen to it, and you know, I think. Yeah, we've talked about Steve McLaren. We'll go mm. on and talk about Steve McLaren. Yeah. And some of these managers, and, and Martinez is another one, that I, I just think he's trying to pull the wool over the eyes of, his, of the mm. fans a little bit yeah. because it's obvious there's something happening here. And yet afterwards, all I heard him saying was great things yeah. about his team. Does, great things. Mm. They lose at home 3-2 to West Ham United. We know there's new investment coming into this football club. The manager is going to be under a lot more pressure to get results and deliver some better than what they are at the moment. They're 11th. They're in the bottom half of the table with a very, very good, talented young bunch of players, Rob, with, with very few injuries. 
just not good yeah, enough. Things to do, Rob. And when we get back, we're going to talk United, not Manchester, but Newcastle United. Another defeat for Steve McLaren's men leaves them anchored in the bottom three and in serious danger of getting relegated. We'll discuss who may also go down with them in the drop. This is the Two Robbies Radio Show, sponsored by Land Rover. And we'll be back in a tick. With a new Land Rover as your companion, you'll see adventure wherever you go. Own the wilderness and the urban jungle alike. Visit your local Land Rover retailer for special offers on the award-winning Range Rover Evoque, the versatile Range Rover Sport, and the spacious Discovery Sport at the only adventure sales event. Which the 2016 Discovery Sport SE for $399 per month for 39 months with $3,495 plus taxes, title and fees due at signing. $1,000 bonus credit now through March 31st. Visit LandRoverUSA.com or call 1-800-FIND-4WD for details. Land Rover above and beyond. Okay, welcome back to the Two Robbies Radio Show as presented by Land Rover. Now, I saw a team today that play at St. James's Park. They play in black and white and 50,000 fans turn up, but that's about as much as I recognise from the, this Newcastle team, though we must do. I mean, who is to blame with what's going on at this football club? Well, I recognise a lot of stuff, Rob. I, 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 re- I recognise a lot of bad play at the front of the team and at the back of the team. I mean, it's just, it was 64 minutes before Boric of Bournemouth, the goalkeeper, had anything to do, had to save to make. It's, uh, it, it's shocking what's going on at St. James's Park. Emmanuel Riviere, Robbie Earl started up front. I mean, I don't even think he scored any goals, has he, for the club? I mean, you've got strikers on the bench in Dumbia, Mitrovic, that, that have come in recently. Why are these guys not playing? I look at a midfield of Shelby, Wijnaldum, Perez, uh, Sissoko, Colback. They're okay. Mm. The fault, I'm afraid, is with the manager. Steve yeah. McLaren, I think recruitment as well, you can throw into the mix as well. Mike Ashley, to be fair to him, and I've just, I, heard, I saw some reaction of Newcastle fans, you know, again going after the chairman, but at least he's put some money in, Rob. I mean, he's mm. got to trust somebody to spend his money. He has put money in over the last 12 months or so, and yet nothing is improved on the field of play. And we'll get to it, but I want to get to it right now. It's time for Newcastle United to change their manager. Well, different tactics, mm. different motivation, uh, new manager bump, whatever they need, now is the time to do it. Because we know there's some big names out there, Robbie yeah. Earl. But I tell you what, if they wait any longer, they'll say, oh, I don't want this. It's too yeah. late for me to do anything. Well, you said last week on air, Robert, and I remember Rebecca asked you the same question. You said, give him a couple more games. And I didn't know if you, you included the one today, but I, I think you're dead right. And the, the, there's untold pressure now that is falling on Steve McLaren. And when he was asked after the game how he th- turns things around, in fairness, he was quite frank and he was quite honest in his press conference. But in terms of going on 10 games, I've said to the players in there, look around, no one else is going to help us. Nobody else is going to come in. Nobody else. It's up to us. And uh, I say, we've got to fight on our hands. And I'm telling you, all we can do is just find the fighters. I don't know, Rob. I don't know if I like that, mate. <laughs> if, if I'm listening to that, I, it, it sounded a bit to me like, listen, we've got to get on with it. I don't know what to do. I, I've tried everything. It's up to you guys, mm. and we've got to try and figure it out. 
I mean, it just it doesn't sound persuasive to me. Now, if it would have been something like, I know this is not acceptable, we're going to be out there, you know, working on certain aspects, I know the players can do it, we're going to give every second of every training day available to improve this team, to get right, I'm going to pr- bring some new players in, we're going to try something different in midfield, mm-hmm. same system, same wide players, same kind of organisation, is not doing anything. Robbie Earl, if mm-hmm. I went in there, by the way, I might play a 4-3-3, I might yeah. strengthen up the midfield yeah. a little bit, mm-hmm. to protect a back for that's awful and I might give my attacking players a little bit more license to go and do something do something different it was interesting, Rob, that there was a press release came out and it was released after the game, but supposedly yesterday that the players collectively came out and in one of the journals up in the northeast had said they're all behind the manager and they're desperate for him to stay and do well. And I've got to be honest, Rob, and I look at and I don't like that phrase where you've lost the dressing room, but it doesn't look to me like players are putting out that much. I mean, there's more in some of these players. I mean, you saw yeah. some of the Bournemouth goals. People ain't really going to block a shot. People ain't really going to win 50-50s. People are pretending they're going to do that, Robin. I don't know if that's a player's not good enough, they've got no heart. Is that because they're not playing for, for the guy in charge? I think, I think it's a combination of two things. I think you're absolutely right. I don't think they feel motivated. They don't feel an emotional attachment to Steve McLaren to go and do the business for him. I've played under Steve McLaren. I get it. There's, there's a little bit of this kind of fluff that, that initially gets you going a little bit, and you like his training, etc., etc. But after a period of time, his message gets a little bit old. So there's a motivational aspect. And again, let's go back to the, some of the players in the team. Stephen Taylor, Lascelles, Jan Matt, who's very good going forward, but he's terrible defensively. Riviere up front. He's got to be picking the correct players. Now, defensively, maybe that's all he's got. I know he's got injury issues there, but another reason why they should have picked up more defenders in the January window. I just, you can't keep, uh, you know, battering on about this, Rob. There's no. got to be a change done that's... to try and save this huge club. And guess where they go next week? Away at Leicester. And do you know what should be the biggest embarrassment for that, that Newcastle group of players when they, they end up at the King's Power Stadium? Is that they'll look at a Leicester team that there ain't too much between the two. I know Vardy and Mahrez are having exceptional seasons, but when Aldum can play, Sissoko can play, they've got players in that team. But in terms of spirit, Rob, in terms of what your, your, your young and said today was, look how hard they work. You can, you yeah. can, you know, Newcastle, you can say that on two or three occasions all season. And honestly, the, the next three games away at Leicester, home to Sunderland in the time we're Derby, and then away at, at Norwich. It, it could almost be all, all over by then if they don't get a response, Rob. Rob, let's 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 push forward here. Yeah. Are you? I mean, are you agreeing with me? He's got to go. He's got to go. This week, he's got to go. I I tell you, I'd go and get, and you're going to love this one. One old manager for another. I'd go and get Nigel Pearson for ten games for end of season and sit down with Nigel at the end. But make sure this team stay up, and and Nigel Pearson would do that. Then you might decide if you want to go and get your Moyes or your Brendan Rodgers or the kind of names being bandied around. But go and put Nigel Pearson in and say, Nigel, keep us up, and then we've got a conversation to have at the end of the season. Yeah, see, see I get that. But, but, I mean, if he does keep him up, then you've, you've got him for the future. Yeah. I mean, and if he I goes, just, to I, be fair, if he goes down with him, he'll get you out of that league as well, yeah, which maybe the other two wouldn't. Yeah, side of it. But wouldn't you, if you're, if you're a Newcastle United fan, wouldn't you rather have Brendan Rodgers taken over if he'd agreed to do it? I don't think he would, up? Rob. He isn't going to take a team that may end up in the championship. And yeah. what, you go it's from Moyes, Liverpool to the championship? I, I, I'm, is Moyes sure taking it? I don't think Moyes... I, I, that's why I think Nigel Pearson is the kind of guy who'll take it. I think Moyes and Rodgers, having had the big clubs they've had, would feel that, no, I, I'll wait till the end of the season. 
with 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 Nigel Pearson, I think it wouldn't do him any harm to get back in there and show what he can do. And he may well be a good fit for for what Newcastle need at the moment. Let's quickly well, move let's, on let's, as well. Let's give a bit of credit to the other team, yeah. and, and that's Eddie Howe and Bournemouth, because for them to be in a position that they sit now 14th in the table, 35 points, they can see the finish line. I mean, we've had all the stories with Chelsea, with Manchester United, with Leicester, and with Arsenal. But this is another fairy tale story of Bournemouth staying in this league. Yeah, it's it's amazing, and and I think he's he's destined for for for, for very high things mm. in the game. Of course, he'll stay with Bournemouth at the moment, and it's brilliant what he's doing. And money was spent to make the squad good enough to stay in the league, which is super important. And the and the recruitment's mm. been good, and his motivation and his coaching ability has shone through. Just the two things that I've just outlined at Newcastle United that haven't been good enough. So. It's a great story, and you're right. I mean, Bournemouth Football Club, to be part of this new Premier League when there's £100 million, $150 million each season to be part of it, they're going to be wealthier than a lot of big clubs in European football. And I think a lot will be made of it. And Mm. 35 points now, Rob, they're going to be okay, aren't they? Yeah, they'll be fine. And let let me give you a little scenario as well, Robbie Mustard. Just think of Aston Villa, Newcastle and Sunderland getting relegated and little Bournemouth staying in and getting all the money. I mean, it's crazy, but it shows you what a little bit of organisation, a little bit of spirit and a little bit of belief can do in a camp. And you've got a good young manager who believes in the way he plays. Just want to talk, while we've got a little bit of time, Rob, about the other relegation games today. Swansea got an important win at Norwich, a Norwich team who can't keep a clean sheet and they've got no regular scoring. Since Gwydalene's been been ill, actually, Swansea have come up with a couple of results. So he (laughs) he might want to stay with that chest infection for a little while. The other big result was was Sunderland, Rob, and, and Jermaine Defoe came off the bench Nicks them ahead at 85 minutes. You think, oh, that's massive three points for Sam. And they go and let an equaliser in in the last minute. Virgil van Dijk nicks one back. I mean, they can't keep doing this, Sunderland, Rob. They're running out of time, running out of games. Yeah, Big Sam was funny after Rob when he was absolutely <laughs> devastated yeah. at the end because he knows what it means. Yeah. And when you look at the table, everybody can understand what it means. 17th Sunderland, 25 yeah. points. 18th Norwich, 24. Newcastle, 24. Villa, 16. Swansea, 33. Yeah. There's two an eight-point gap. Two the bottom three, three is coming out of those bottom four. Bottom four. Yeah, Villa gone, already gone for me. I'm going to go Norwich and I'm going to go Sunderland. Somehow I think Newcastle find a way. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I said yeah. that a little while ago. I think Newcastle, I, I think they'll change a manager. I think a new manager will come in, reorganise, and they'll get the results required. They have got a game in hand with those mm. numbers as well, by the way, to try and get them out of it. But I think uh, that Sunderland conceding that goal is, is huge for their season. Yeah, good stuff, mate. We're going to take a final break before we get to another United. That's Manchester United this time. During one of their best season, periods of the season, although they've got a room full of players. And we'll look at Crystal Palace. They take on Liverpool. It's always a good game at Sellers Park. You're listening to the Two Robbies Football Show, presented by Land Rover on NBC Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Two Robbies Radio Show, presented by Land Rover. Louis van Gaal, Manchester United. Happy times! Not something you usually say in a sentence, but we'll have a look at Manchester United. They're away at West Brom, 11 a.m. Eastern time on NBCSN. But first, Rob, I want to look at the 8.30 game tomorrow on NBCSN. Palace host Liverpool. Always a dramatic game at Sellers Park. Two teams who need the three points. And which Liverpool turn up? Which Palace turn up? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, let's start with Palace. I think mm. they've been on a, they have been on a, a big slide. Um, but I, I was never in, never in doubt for me that they, they will stay yeah. in the league. I think they will. I think the, the return of uh, Yannick Balassi is very big for them. And also, by the way, a player that 
I think we've had a little bit of disagreement about. I kind of like Connor Wickham. Two goals, mm. Robbie Owen, his last, mm. his last game. I know he's not been prolific. Meh. But I, think I think they say young, meh, don't they? He's meh. a young striker, and he, he's got all the attributes. A few couple of volleys in his last two games. I think he's all right, by the way. Mm. Upgrade. Need an upgrade, Rob. If, if you're going to talk about Palace touching into European football. I know, to be fair, Alan Paul, you think a lot of uh, this guy, and uh, I've been saying for a while, well, one, you've got to get him fit, one, you've got to get him on the pitch, and, and as you say, four goals in his last two games, and there's look, more Luke Depot. I'm going to you, him... wanted Adebay- you wanted Adebayor gonna... in there. He's yeah, I love Addy, you know, the, the big romantic, the big salute in front of the Palace fans. Get Addy in the league, we need the personal. But now, listen, Conor Wickham, uh, shown in spells that he can do it at Sunderland. We've seen four goals now at, at Crystal Palace. What he has to do is stay fit, Rob, Get, keep himself in good shape over the summer and start the season well at the end of the season. Balassi coming back has been huge for Crystal Palace. It gives him a lift. But it's just this streaky run, isn't it, that, that, that Alan Pardew seems to go. And as soon as he gets a, a bit of run, run of form, he, somehow his team seems to, seem to drop off a little bit. Is it, is it something to do with the way he manages? Is it his group of players? Is it not having the quality in depth? I, the, only thing I, the only thing I would say about that is I think sometimes, and, and uh, with some managers, when it, when it feels like and it looks like the dream kind of mm. partnership, the yeah. job for Pardew, there is a, a long honeymoon period. And I think at some point, the players, after being super excited and super motivated and, and, and having a great run, which they have, I think they just drop off a little bit. So I think that's what we've seen. If he's a good manager and he knows what he's doing, he'll find a way to get them back on track, whether it's to the end of the season or whether he makes a few um, signings in the summer to freshen things up a little bit to make them better for next season. But I think they're going to be absolutely fine this time. Yeah, OK, let's, let's move it on to Liverpool because, again, there's another team who you never quite know what you, you're going to get. Lost to Manchester City in, in the Capital One Cup final at Wembley. Then go and beat City midweek with, with another stunning performance. And I just thought it, it tells you everything about Jurgen Klopp, how he can motivate. We talked about Steve McLaren not, not being able to get to players. We talked about Arsene Wenger at times. Can he motivate good players? I think Jurgen Klopp can. The question mark, Rob, is has he got the quality to, to get this team to the top four? I think it'll be a bit of a struggle this season around. I think there's a huge summer ahead at, at, at Liverpool and there's going to be some de- decisions made on some big-name players. Yeah, I, I think there's no chance of top four. I, you know, I just don't think there is. Uh, I think it's fascinating that, that he's got so many players, Rob, that he can kind of bring in the team and out of the team mm. and they're not that different. I mean, they beat City 3-0 without Coutinho, without Daniel Sturridge. He played Origi up front. Mm. Firmino was good. Adam Lallana... Adam Lallana was started to, to do what we know he, he should be doing with his talent, but it hasn't been able to do it. It's just a, a very, very strange squad of players. I think it's great that, that Klopp's had so much time to work with them, to understand them, so he knows what to do going forward. But going forward, Robbie, or let's just go through a few of these, because I think we've always said about Liverpool that there's so many players that we're not really sure whether they're legit top four kind of players for this club or whether they're not. On, let, me just, me. Uh, let me give you a, a little list here and you just basically say yes or no to, to them being a real important part of the future. Origi. Yes. Benteke. No. Lalana. What are we talking? Top four? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, top four. Yes. Right, yes. Important part. Yes. Firmino. Yes. Moreno. No. Sacco. No. Klein. Mm, yes. Wow, long delay. Last one, Emre Chan. 
Yes, all day long, Robbie Musto, not even in doubt. But I think that those are some of the tough decisions that Jurgen Klopp's going to have to make. Quickly, like, let's talk about the game at the Hawthorns. West Bromwich Albion face uh, Manchester United. She's been gold in this game over the years and set pieces and things. We'll, we'll have the pot to play. So, Louis van Gaal just got the momentum going with, his, with this young team by, a little bit by default, Rob. Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, I think Marcus Rashford, four goals in your first two senior games is stunning for an 18-year-old. I'm liking the way that, that Matter is playing as a number 10. I think Martial and Memphis on the outside uh, in that kind of four-man front line is pretty good as well. I just think, you know, I think he's, he's got the pressure away now, Rob, a little bit and uh, let him get on with his job till the summer. Yeah, I think, I think you're right, mate. I can see him winning that game. But as ever, mate, we've run out of time, so... Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to iTunes to be able to download Two Robbies radio shows and you can catch the Two Robbies podcast each and every week in association with Land Rover. Now we're going to give Two, two Robbies scores away to the two best tweets of the day and they go to Kirk Mason, who was a Spurs fan, who talked to, uh, about Spurs, hard pill to take, and we're going to give it to Emily Williams, who was an Arsenal fan. So make sure you direct message us your address and we'll get those scores to you in the post. Remember, match of the day, 12 a.m. tonight. Men and Blazers on Monday, 11 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah, thanks for tuning everybody. Thanks for tweeting to the show. We'll be back same time, same place next week to see if anybody can stop Leicester City. Until then, it's good night from me. It's good night from him. Good night. Good night. Want to earn extra cash for the holidays? Amazon Flex is expanding in the San Francisco Bay Area. Opportunities in Richmond, Oakland, and Daly City. Earn around $20 to $27 an hour delivering packages with Amazon. All you need is a car, a smartphone, and some free time. This is a great opportunity to be your own boss, deliver when you want, and make extra money. With Amazon Flex, you'll have flexible hours and great earnings. To get started, download the app at flex.amazon.com. That's flex.amazon.com. You must be at least 21 years old. Limited opportunities available. Get started at flex.amazon.com. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help Dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power Dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.